Blog Talk Radio. I thank God for this song. This song has been an inspiration to me. It helped me go through some things, and I want to encourage you today. I know it looks rough. I know it looks tough. Listen to these words. Hang on in there. You're going to make it. Listen to this. Show yourself mine. Show yourself strong. Show yourself awesome. In the midst of the storm. For in the time of trouble, He will give us a song. Show yourself mighty. And show yourself strong. Show yourself mighty. Show yourself strong. Give a yeah. Show yourself strong. Show yourself awesome. Show yourself in the midst of the storm. In the, storm. In the time. The time of trouble. Everybody give us a song. Show yourself mine. Show yourself strong. Show yourself
to uh, those at St. John Baptist Church, Free Will Baptist Church, to everyone that is listening to you, you, and you. We thank God for you uh, sharing with us on today. Our theme here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians, uh, the fourth chapter, and we know that um, this is, uh, I don't know if I should say we're ending Holy Week or we're in the midst of Holy Week, but nonetheless, we know that this was Holy Week starting off with um, Palm Sunday, as we know it, yesterday was Good Friday, and we know that around the world, we put, many people put Jesus on the cross and put him into a borrowed tomb. But the good news is, is that tomorrow uh, we will uh, is Resurrection Sunday, and uh, certainly we will make sure that Christ does not stay in the grave, and we know that He's already risen. Uh, so I just did. I do want to mention that, and I do want to mention that tomorrow you can join us at 1 p.m. at Global Gospel uh, for our uh, prayer. That we have been sharing on the past uh, few Sundays And there will be several people uh, sharing in prayer with us Tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Same location on Block Talk Radio You can uh, tune in and uh, let others know as well Our theme here is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. So the gospel on today, it is good news. I want every listener to know that. It is the power of God unto salvation. It's for the rich, the poor, the black, the white. Wherever you are, whoever you are, uh, no matter your uh, financial status, your economic state, your social state, the gospel is here for you, for you. And to God be the glory for all that he has done. Uh, We do have a special guest um, with us today. And if you read the headlines, our topic today, crisis, pandemic, mental health, and um, God. And so uh, we want you to meditate on that. And after this next selection, uh, you will be hearing uh, from our guests for today. We don't own the rights to any of the music here, but uh, we pray that it is a blessing to each and every one of you here. This next selection says, my Redeemer lives. Nicole Mullen, stay tuned and be blessed.
bless you. God bless you. Global Gospel is back. And our special guest is in studio. God bless you. Adasia Davis. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm doing good. In, in the midst of everything going on, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. That is uh, good news. Uh, thank you uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with Global Gospel on this afternoon. Um, I do, uh, we're just going to start with that song. Uh, this was uh, a selection from you. What does that song mean to you? It means a lot. Um, I For me, you know, there are times when, you know, you just kind of are down in the dumps. You kind of lost control, have, have no answers. And I think that you just have to constantly remind yourself that, you know, God is the redeemer. He lives. He has everything in his hand. He's in control at the end of the day. Even when I've lost all hope, don't have any answers, I can rely on that. Yeah. Awesome. And it's awesome. appropriate, especially with Easter. Very appropriate. That is true. We are in uh, hope. This is in the midst, we're in the midst of Holy Week uh, yeah. for uh, Christians as well as uh, Jews. This is a, a very high holy time of the year uh, season. Right, well, right. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself for those that don't know you. Well, again, my name is Adasia Davis. I was born and raised in Long Island. Um, so I guess I can start with spirituality. Um, my mom is Baptist. My father was a practicing Muslim. So um, in my household, um, they instilled very spiritual principles into me and my sister, but kind of um, gave us the space to develop our own relationship with God, um, which I'm still growing in that. Um, but being a therapist definitely enhanced my relationship with God because um, I get a lot onto me. There's a lot of people with their emotions. I'm getting a lot put into me. And so I kind of need that relationship with God to kind of keep me grounded and focused and even sane to a degree. But yes, I'm a therapist. And this is what I do. Uh, I get really? Yeah. Really? So <laughs> what made you uh, go down this avenue of uh, being a therapist? Um. I have extended family members that have dealt with mental health issues and also addiction. So I always have like a fascination with human behavior and the mind since I was little. And then I was always the friend that you can go to um, for advice or to just talk things through, which I'm like, okay, naturally this is going to be a field for me. Um, with that being said, I also learned the issue with giving advice as a therapist, but I'll get into that later. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, with that, I was like, this is just a natural, I find I had a natural gift for like just connecting with people and helping others. And it's something that I enjoy. It comes very easy for me. Okay. That's, that's great. They say, if you find something you love doing, you never have to work. So um, right. that's, that's very good. So, um, so you're a therapist. Um, now what, um, area do you deal with in therapy? What type of people do um, you, uh, counsel? Right now, um, my full-time job, I work in substance abuse. So on the side, I do private practice. I do individual therapy and couples therapy. Um, 
but I have worked with children. I worked in the child welfare system and foster care and preventive care. I have worked um, with forensic clients. I have worked with um, sex offenders, uh, murderers. I've worked with clients with severe, severe mental illness. I've worked with clients that just come in and talk to me about their day-to-day stresses. So I have pretty young, but I have a lot of experience in the field. I work with a wide range of people. Right. And um, I know you mentioned earlier, you said that um, having a relationship with God, it helps you um, stay grounded and rooted. Now, um, as in your professional practice, how does mm-hmm. God, are, are you allowed to mention a higher uh, sort, higher power in your professional uh practice um i do i have to keep it at higher power because you know everyone does not believe in the same everybody doesn't believe in the same god i guess right you can say it like that and working in substance abuse obviously that's like a heavy principle anyway because you know um you have to believe in a power outside of yourself so we drive that into them anyway um Mm -hmm. but it's never a force um i kind of just say my experience um, but I think it's always good to kind of just bring that up just to kind of gauge where they are. Surprisingly, I've had a lot, a lot of clients that have called into me specifically asking, "Do you are you Christian? Specifically, I have a lot of clients that have asked that. Okay. Yeah. Because people are looking for someone to relate to because I think a lot of times um, what happens in religion or in Christianity um, and also in the African-American culture that we have been taught to kind of steer away from professional help. It's kind of like, just pray about it and, you know, it'll go away. Would you agree? I definitely agree. I've actually, I recently did a presentation on that and um, prayer is good, but it (laughs) needs to be in conjunction with help sometimes. And, you know, just like, you know, God has gifted people with the with medicine. He's also gifted mm-hmm. us with, with therapy. So it's like utilize those resources. You know, there are people out here such as myself that, you know, we have the best intentions for people. And we also um, are spiritually rooted as well. And we will help. So utilize that. Not like going to, you know, your grandmother and your grandmother's going to tell everyone this is a, a safe space where whatever you say, for the most part, is going to stay between us. Right. I say and for the most what... part because there are times where you have to, you know, break confidentiality. Right. Okay. Um, so um, when do, when would you say, like, you know, everyone has these, everyone has some sort of issue but how do you know when it's time to seek professional help? Me personally, I feel like everyone should have some type of therapeutic support in general. Because just like you go to the doctor or the dentist for preventive care, you should have a therapist in your corner. Maybe not weekly, maybe it could be biweekly, maybe it's monthly, but you should have someone in your corner. Because what a lot of people do, even in the medical field, you know, people wait until they have a toothache and then they go to the doctor because they're they, then they go to the dentist because they're in pain. Right. And now the issue is way out of control when it could have been prevented or you know um, or lessened. 
same thing. If you go and seek someone, you already have the tools um, to equip yourself and the support already in place for when something major does happen. Because one thing we all know, you're going to have some type of trial. You're going to have some tribulation. That's a fact. It's going to happen. Right. So I think it's in everyone's best interest to have that type of support in place. Even me, okay. I, I go and see a therapist. I mean, and not just because of my job, but, you know, it's just good to have. Being in this field, like, I really see the value of having it. That's, that's really interesting. I never um, thought about that because you would just automatically think that someone that's a therapist, they can work through their own situations, you know, from the outside looking in. So I, mm-hmm. I never even thought about that. So that's that's good information. Yeah. Yeah, we hear the stuff I've heard and I've seen a lot, the stuff that I like, and you have to be able to bounce that off someone professional. We can't have, you know, we can't have, even doctors have to see doctors. So, you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know what? I think so much is um, to be learned and discovered about mental health because it's just something that people refuse to deal with until there there is a there is a problem and so there's so much that I we really it's really a lot a big unknown area uh for many people um what uh now as far as age is concerned um mm-hmm. do you think a person could be too young or too old to seek professional help or professional no therapists? not at all okay um I've worked with children as young as three years old um Typically, in those cases, most of the children that I've worked with, they obviously, they've experienced some type of um, trauma, but I have worked with, you know, children that their parents are just like, you know, I'm really not sure they're not socializing properly or they're having some nightmares, let's discuss this. You're never, you're not too young. You're definitely not too old to do it, any age. As long as you're able to talk to a degree or at least draw, you can do it. Okay. Or some form of communication. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, I just want everyone to know our number in studio, 619-924-0800, because I'm going to um, bring up uh, some issues now. So um, right now the world is experiencing what we call, um, what is being called a pandemic. And um, I have my own personal opinions about what's going on in the world that I will perhaps share at a later time. Mm -hmm. But um, there's a lot of people right now, um, they're stuck at home, they're quarantined, Mm -hmm. they can't go to work, they can't go out uh, with their friends, they can't go out with their family, social distancing. Um, So much is going on. What, What would be your advice to people that are stuck in the house right now well first I would get it as I'm stuck in the house I can't do this I can't do that but there was also a point where a lot of us were complaining about having to be at work all the time I'm tired of being at work I want to spend more time at home well we have the opportunity to spend more time at home so changing your perception and just um is a big thing you can do. You have a lot of free time. You can develop some new skills. You can catch up on those TV shows. You can spend some time with your family. You can go for a walk, but change your outlook of it because 
we don't know how long we're going to be in this situation realistically. No one knows. The government doesn't know. We do not know. Changing your perception of it will help because you can find yourself being miserable. You can get yourself very sick by looking at this from a negative perspective. So I even tell my clients that on a day-to-day, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. If you can just change your mindset, you may not be able to change that outer world immediately, but if you change how you think about situations, that can, that can help when we help, yeah. And so I know you mentioned earlier that you um, counsel people with um, substance abuse issues. So as you said, a lot of us, a lot of people have a lot of free time right now. And so this could mm-hmm. cause people to go into like a state of depression or anxiety, or it could like, you know, push them over the edge with those substances. And right. What, what do you have to say about that? Well, specifically for me with my clients, um, I'm making sure I do um, weekly, um, maybe even two times a week, I'm calling and checking in on my clients um, and providing resources to them where they're still having, if you, if you feel like you're, you're struggling with addiction, you may not be able to physically go to like an NA or an AA meeting, but a lot of places are doing them over the phone. So I have some people that have done phone meetings up to four times a day just for that support. Um, it's very important to have positive supports, whether it's friends or family members. So reaching out to those people when you're struggling, making sure, because a lot of people are confusing social distancing with social isolating, and you do not have to be isolated in this space. The most dangerous thing you can do, anybody, is to be isolated, reaching out to those positive supports. The liquor stores, they're considered essential for whatever reason. You know, <laughs> what reason we are going <laughs> I'm not sure, but it's considered essential. I'm sure that once this is all over, myself and other therapists are going to see a surge of clients that are going to come in with um, substance abuse with, with substance abuse issues. And with that, I would just say if, if, you, if you're going to drink, be mindful. Monitor yourself. Find other things to do. Recognize you have to recognize your trigger. Right now is a time where you need to be most aware of your thoughts, your feelings of your actions. You need to be very aware and diligent at this time. Okay. All right. So um, I think at this time, it's probably a good time to take a break. Um, Our number in studio, 619-924-0800. If you have developed a question and um, we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about dealing with grief and loss because um, there is a lot of that going on right now. So we, We'll be back. Say a prayer, Donna Lawrence. Stay tuned. Lord, I come to you. I ask you to grant my request. The prayer I pray today is different. The enemy is threatened 
Townsend. Uh, Adeja Davis is here with us today. She is a professional therapist. And perhaps you missed uh, the first segment uh, at 2 o'clock. Immediately following this uh, episode, you can log on and you can listen to the whole entire uh, episode because all our episodes are archived. Okay, so we're back. And um, once again, our number in studio 619. 619- Nine two four zero eight zero zero, and we're having a dialogue discussion about therapy and um, how we need to maintain a healthy mind. So um, there is a lot going on in the world, and um, we know COVID nineteen, Corona. Um, I don't want to give that too much credit or overemphasize that issue because I think. Um, my personal opinion, so I'm attaching a disclaimer to this, is that sometimes mm-hmm. the me- media can make things a lot um, more than what it is. And it brings on anxiety. Um, I myself um, made a decision that, listen, I can't watch the news like that because some people are glued to it all day, every day. And it just, it just becomes burdens, burden. Um, to watch all the bad news and you looking at um, I, was, I was looking at Italy and all these places and it's just lining coffins up so um, right. which brings me to the, the point that I'm saying about grief um, a lot of people have experienced losses and I know that um, culturally um, at least with uh, African Americans and I remember when um, Michael Jackson uh, passed away um, everybody wants to know what is a repass, but oh yeah, <laughs> but that's a, that's a whole other story. But um, culturally, or with any culture, when people pass away, die, transition, and go on, uh, family ga- families gather, friends gather to pay respects and to share their memories, and that can't happen right now because of social distance. I mean, there are several people um, that are now people that wouldn't normally uh, have a cremation, they're having a cremation. 
Um, people right. are going directly from the hospital to the uh, undertaker to the cemetery. And I'm skipping ahead mm-hmm. of myself. Um, we can no longer go to the hospital to visit people. And um, no. even ministers and chaplains, you cannot go. And so what do we say to our um, people that um, they can't even visit their loved ones at this time? Right. Um, what I would say is first you have to, you can't, you have to acknowledge the difficulty in the situation with that person. Um, and I would say just try to have them stay connected. It's really important to continue to reach out. Um, for instance, and this had really nothing to do with grief and loss, but just, again, a story of connection. All of this mm-hmm. going on, my cousin wanted to get out of the house, pulled up and parked across the street from my house, and I was just talking to her from the door while she was across the street. So even you may not be able to physically hug that person, you may not be able to have be in close proximity of them, but it's okay to still park across the street and just show your face. Make sure you make a phone call. You can drop off some food at the doorstep. Um, just stay connected. And I would say that um, also you can reminisce. It's a good time to still reminisce, reminisce about, the person, look at pictures, discuss memories with them, but also engage in some type of restorative activities, whether that's engaging in some type of hobby, making future plans, continuing to exercise. It's all about balance right now. And also avoid the news if you can. It's okay to unplug. And Mm -hmm. all right, right now, all we're seeing is information about this pandemic. We are literally starting to see images of these coffins and I would just say just try to avoid that try to limit it to just like okay I need to watch it for a few minutes just to get a little update in your time in front of the tv because that just exacerbates the issues and then trying to just let go of the guilt because a lot of people are going to feel like they didn't do enough a lot of people are going to feel have um survivor's guilt try to let go of it Mm. as difficult as it is but what I would say is just make sure you surround your friends and loved ones that have lost someone with love and support. Support them during this time because it's very – any type of loss is difficult. But this is a mm-hmm. unique situation in which the human connection is kind of um, severed. Wow. And um, so, um, first of all, when your uh, cousin pulls up and rolls up outside mm-hmm. across the street – Make sure you use your outside voice. <laughs> Do not use your inside voice. Right, right. Use the outside voice. Use the outside voice. And as much as you may want to let that family member in, yeah, don't. Just don't. They still be safe. But, yeah, use your outside voice. And it's, it's okay to, like, you need a face to see. You do. Right. You do. I actually read an article um, today about a woman that lost, her husband and son three days apart due to this and I saw that. couldn't I go saw that. to the hospital yeah and you know it was straight to the cemetery and you know people were she was opening her garage for people to leave food and she was just saying how devastated she was by not being able to have loved ones around her but you know that's when she also was like I'm going to rely on my faith I'm going to rely on my faith in Christ right now because I need it more than ever do that 
Right. And and just um, because I just happened to read that um, uh, article on this morning as well. Um, and her husband uh, was a, a minister in the church as well. But she did something. Right. Listen, mama pulled rank. She told them uh, when when her husband passed away, she said, listen, y'all do what y'all have to do. And I'm going to do what I have to do. But y'all are going to let me in there. And right. so she she pulled rank, she gloved up, she gowned up, whatever she had to do, and she she went in there. And um, listen, I know a I few more people son, like that. She wasn't able to for son for her son. She wasn't able to. Though. Okay, okay. But when the husband was yeah. there, she went. In, she yeah, she pulled rank. She went in. Okay. Yes, yes. Mama wasn't playing, and um, so, but um, you know, I God was it. on her. I did it. <laughs> Because that's something very difficult um, to to deal with. Like you, people need closure, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm seeing what I'm seeing, and I'm not a trained professional. What I'm seeing right now is people are not going to have closure um, with the loss of their loved ones right now because of what we've been accustomed to doing. It's true. I actually, interestingly enough, I had a conversation with a couple of my friends last week, and I was telling them, I'm like, yeah, we have the health crisis, but people don't understand the um, residual effects that are going to come even years from now because of this, because this is very traumatizing. Even if you have not personally lost a loved one, even having to constantly hear about the loss, it's traumatic. Yes. This is a very traumatizing time. Right. And um, I do, we're, we're almost uh, at the close of the hour. So our number, those of you that have questions, comment 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800. But I do, I do want to bring this um, small piece in, and then I'm going to let you um, uh, kind of conclude in your own way. Um, but um, right now, because of social distancing and because of the laws of the land, um, many people of the faith community now whether that means uh you attend a mosque a synagogue a church or whatever um you are you can no longer assemble as we once knew it uh for worship experience in this season and like we said we don't know how long this is going to last um what would you say to those of the faith community that cannot connect um, they can't turn to their neighbor. They can't greet their uh, brothers and sisters, uh, their pastor, their priest, mm-hmm. um, their rabbi. Uh, what would you just say to the, the faith community? What I would say is, you know, if you have Internet access and, you know, you can do a lot of people are doing um, the virtual services. If you can engage in that, do that. This might have to be just going back to the old school of just, hey, you got to pick up the phone and call and, you know, call people. You might have to call your pastor, call your friend. You might have to do like a little three-way call where you host a Bible study. Do that. And then also this might be your time, your one-on-one time with God. Take Hmm. advantage of that. Get that one-on-one time in. Because I think um, a lot of times, we kind of put that to the back burner. It's like, okay, you know, I'm going to go to church on Sunday. I'm going to go to Bible study on Tuesday. This is what I need. You know, I'm going to go to choir rehearsal on Thursday. Cool. But sometimes you just got to sit by yourself, just you and God. Whether that's in your room, 
in your bathroom. Sometimes that's what you got to do. And I think this is a great time to do it. That's why I said it's all about changing your perspective. This is allowing us all time to just sit and reflect and be in ourselves and develop our relationship with God and continue to get closer. This is the, the time is now to do that. Whatever, despite the health issue, what the government is saying, there's something that we're all supposed to receive out of this. Get hmm. your message, whatever it's supposed to be. Get it. Okay. I definitely agree with that, that there is definitely something uh, to be learned from every experience. And this is definitely one for the history books. This is something people are gonna um, going to be telling their grandkids about in the years to come, um, because I do believe just like this is one of those major events in history. Um, those of us that have like older family members and the people that lived through the depression and they told mm-hmm. us all about what happened in the depression. They told us about Korea. They told us about Vietnam. Um, mm-hmm. We we lived through in my generation nine eleven. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is definitely something for um, the history books. Um, this situation that this health pandemic that we are dealing with right now. It's even even when um, AIDS came about, it was a serious issue, but it wasn't taking people out this fast. Right. Not right. not like in hours. Like you're here and um, you're gone. So right, um, right. I thank God that you were able to share just a little bit um, with us today. And certainly we do want people to um, reach out to uh, a therapist or reach out to you. Um, if you ha- um, First of all, is there anybody you'd like to shout out today? Um, well, I am part of a podcast called Wagon, W-A-G-N-N podcast.com. Um, we discuss various topics about mental health. Um, and sometimes we just don't discuss anything. We're just talking. Um, I'd like to shout out my parents and my grandparents and, um, you know, just, you know, everybody that's just been supporting me and even thank you and your brother Marlon for this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Marlon is my PR person. Shout out to Marlon. Mm-hmm. And, um, we do thank you for, um, sharing what's this, this this afternoon and um your podcast just mention your podcast information again because i we i did intend to uh talk about that but we'll talk about that another time um just mention how we can uh contact your podcast again it's wagon podcast w-a-g-n-n podcast.com um we're on spotify apple music uh youtube we're on all platforms i think even iHeartRadio at this point too um, and we release weekly. Um, as of right now, it's kind of been a hold because we have not been able to do the remote stuff. But there's enough okay. episodes that y'all want to check it out. You can. You can also find me on Psychology Today. Um, I'm also doing a lot of um, telehealth work right now. Most counselors are doing telehealth work since we can't do face-to-face sessions. So it's a really good time to try and get connected with someone because once this is all over. I can guarantee it's going to be very, very hard to get connected with a therapist if you don't jump on it right away. So you are going to have a surge of uh, business in a few days. So you, I guess you should add some, add some hours to your day and some uh, days to your week. 
Right. <laughs> if, that's, if, that, if that's possible. Um, right. But um, once again, we do thank you for sharing with us. And uh, we are going to be talking more in the upcoming days about mental health. And certainly um, we are going to be talking. I need all our listeners to stay tuned um, because we are going to be talking more about uh, this situation as, as pertains to the faith community because so many churches have lost their leader they have lost their pastor and yeah. um every everyone is not being affected or infected by covid-19 but um i think people are just um merging every situation into one situation um just because that's what mm-hmm. people do and that's what media does and all the hype but um that is definitely an issue for the faith-based community that has now lost their religious leader and right. not, and very suddenly and it had no transitional period, you know? So um, we're going to be talking more about that in the days to come. And you're welcome to um, chime in uh, with us. Now, if you need to, um, my PR person says that um, if you need to contact Adesia Davis, how can you do that? Um, you can, again, you can find me on Psychology Today. Um, my name, <laughs> I'll, I'll spell it for you, A, D as in dog, A, Y as in yellow, S as in Sam, I, A, last name Davis, D-A-V-I-S. I can be contacted there. Um, it has my phone number and a direct email. But you can just contact me and we can arrange some things. That's the okay. primary contact info. Yeah. Awesome. Any closing remarks? Just you know, just take care of yourself. Get out the house, get some fresh air, love each other, spend some time with God, spend some time with yourself, and we'll get through this. We'll be all right. We get through everything else. We'll get through this. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, um, once again, we thank you for sharing with us on today, um, offering your expertise. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about. Um, how to handle social distancing, how to handle your substance issues, how to handle crisis. Um, what else did we cover? We pretty much uh, gave you a brief counseling session. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it can't be done in 60 minutes. We can't solve all your problems. Um, but we do want to encourage you to um, just keep a healthy mind, uh, healthy body, healthy lifestyle. Um, Isaiah says, um, Isaiah 26 and 3, and, and it was posted uh, for today's episode, that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. Um, so we have to remember that we have to trust in God and we have to have faith in God that no matter what is going on, um, that Christ is there um, in our lives because I am of the faith-based community that certainly we should continue to pray and seek God about our situations. And when that is not enough, we should seek professional help. As Adesia has said, just like you go to the dentist, don't wait too late, but take preventative measures. So go just like you go for a six-month cleaning. So go for a six-month release or do something uh, because we don't want our situation to 
manifest. And um, we just, I just want you to know that Adesia sings as well. So next time, um, we'll try to get you some um, background music or something, and um, you can you can sing for us. We'll uh, make okay. sure get you a musician. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, and uh, your conclusion, your tag. Yes. This is Adeja Davis from Long Island, New York, and you are listening to Global Gospel, hosted by Reverend Lamar Townsend. Thank you. And we are just going to uh, close with a brief prayer. Gracious, eternal God, our Father, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy, God. We thank you for another day that you have kept us. We thank you for our special guest today, Adeja Davis. We thank you for all that she is doing to contribute to society, to contribute to this world, to humanity, to her family, and her friends. God, we ask that you bless everyone that is listening on today. You know what they stand in the need of, God. We know that you're able to keep our minds in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you God and God we know that so today someone may be depressed they may be experiencing anxiety they may be ex- having suicidal thoughts but God step in and let them know that you can do all things but fail and we thank you and we praise you in Jesus name amen amen, amen. God bless you thank you for uh, sharing with us on today And we will be glad to have you back with us again whenever your schedule permits. Thank you so much. I'd love to come back. All right. Bye. God bless you. You can make it. Well, I thank you, uh, my brothers and sisters, for joining in on today to Global Gospel Remember, all our shows are archived uh, at 2 o'clock. You can listen to the entire episode. Perhaps you missed the first segment or you missed the second segment or you missed something that you want to go back and listen again. Log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Look us up on Facebook. Look us up on Instagram, look us up on Twitter, look us up on Tumblr. Tomorrow, 1 p.m., April 12th, 1 p.m. Eastern uh, Time, we want you to log back on. We'll be having a special prayer. Tomorrow's Resurrection Sunday. Uh, We know that we can't worship in our uh, normal houses of worship, but uh, we do want you to uh, log on. And um, uh, we want you to log on and uh, be a part of our uh, prayer. And once again, shout out to the Adesia, the Davis family, mom, dad, and your sister. Uh, We thank you all uh, for being uh, productive members of society and certainly... uh, for making your contributions to society and to the world and to Long Island, or as we sometimes say, Strong Island. God bless you. Uh, we are going to close. Um, I like the Walls Group, and the Walls Group has a song that says, 
hold on. And so I just want you all in the midst of all that's going on to continue to hold on. God bless you.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.